0: Welcome to Fans of the Forge, I am Chris, to my left we have... It's Sean. To my right we have... Teresa. And we are going to cover a couple episodes of Forge and Fire, talk about some other things that's been going on, Mm -hmm. but first things first, and arguably the most important thing of this show.
1: I would, yeah, I would argue that. Yeah. (laughs) Sean, what you drinking? I'm drinking uh, Shipyard uh, Monkey Fist IPA. And uh that's pretty good. Nice. The and like
0: breaking out of the can yeah, there. I mean, yeah. It's
1: bursting out. Um and this it pairs well, not with flip flops, not with the feet, okay, but with a charcoal grill, a glass, sun, and a guitar. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that combination. That's yeah. Yeah, pretty good. What are you drinking?
0: I'm drinking a good old one that we've had before. Lizard King, Mosaic Hopped wow. Pale Ale. It's a nice one. I like it. And we have a couple more cans of it left. So oh. we am probably gonna keep drinking it. But got some sick graphics. It's it's got some really cool artwork with like the lizard wearing like a suit like of armor with uh, skulls on it. He's got swords. Actually, that fits quite well. There there's like a skeleton and a yeah. lizard king fighting with swords. Right. I never even looked that hard at it before.
1: But is that like some uh, Mongolian warrior there? that armor on the, It looks kind of like it. Yeah, right. kind of like it.
0: Mm. Cool. Yeah, pretty neat. Pretty neat. Keep up the good work, uh Pipeworks, Pipeworks Brewing. Hmm. And what about you? What are you drinking?
2: Good old Oktoberfest. Sam Adams. Oh, so, fall is starting.
0: Oh, she's officially started Ooh. fall, everybody. Nope, nope. It's starting get out the now pumpkin here. spice. <laughs> no,
1: apples. Apple spice. <laughs>
0: We are not a pumpkin family. Not eating pumpkins at least.
1: Pumpkin spice? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, pum- no we don't No care. pumpkin anything? We'll carve a pumpkin. Just jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. Uh, yeah pumpkin seeds? Pumpkin yeah. seeds are okay. We don't go out of our way to do those, though. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's no, that's no good. <laughs> not making them yourself at least. You know, yes. where you pull pull the guts out, you put them on, you know, like a cookie sheet and you like salt them and throw them in, you, you, know, bake Yeah, them, we've done that own. before. Yeah, it's, it's sloppy. It's, you know. it, it,
0: they still end up, Even if you wash them good, sometimes yeah. they get slimy uh, and then they burn and then it's like, what did I bother doing this
1: for? It wasn't worth it. Could have just threw it outside. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, let's get into our Forge and Fire wrap-ups. First up, we will talk about Season 6, Episode 27, The Bouge. Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I guess I'll just kind of go through some stuff here, and then people just jump in. Yeah. whatever. who so, was on
1: this episode? This
0: episode we had Joe Vachon, sure. uh who's a part-time Smith, uh, Benton Freeze, Freeze, Freeze. Yeah, Frize? We'll go Freeze. Freeze. I don't know. Josh Howard, and then Adam Vordermark, and um, yeah different group of guys all, part- all time part-time Smiths. no years no listed. years given I wonder so okay so I know I follow <laughs> Joe on Instagram and he's a fairly accomplished blacksmith to the point where I was lo- going through his account today and he when he posted about Forge and Fire he goes I don't really make weapons and I don't like being in the public eye so I'm on Forge and Fire <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice but um yeah interesting group of guys here yeah. so their first challenge: they had to harvest canisters from an old barbershop chair and then fill cans with steel from straight razors, box razors, hair clippers, and 1095 powder.
1: Two of the cans are easy to access, and two are buried within the chair. Yeah, two of them are like the le- you know the legs of the chair. Right. So the guys walk up with a hammer, knock them right off. There's two. The other two buried way up in there. It almost, you know, it's just ridiculous. And then dude busts out a torch, it's cutting through some stuff. The chair catches on fire. It's a big <laughs> flame ball right in front of the judges. <laughs> There's an extinguisher comes out from one of the safety guys. Oh, wow. But they're not done yet because they have to go back in. They're not done cutting. <laughs> so they go back in. There's more flames. So, yeah, it was uh, quite the ordeal for two of the guys there.
2: When they were showing the animation, didn't they have, like, kind of ridiculous we scaled scissors oh, going yeah. in when
1: they were dropping <laughs> yeah. it all in. And they're showing the
2: scissors yeah. the, the same size yeah. as like, the straight razor, razor.
0: All falling into the yeah. one canister. <laughs> yeah. So I was when I was getting the screenshot of all the guys that were on this episode, I didn't watch the, the, the first chunk of it. So all I saw was it shows the four of them, and in the middle is the chair still smoldering. Smoking in the middle of the whole room. Yeah, pretty good effect. Yeah. And so we move forward. Um, Benton and Adam have cracks in their billet (laughs) with 45 minutes left. Adam decides to make a brand new billet. um, And then what he ends up turning in, unfortunately, isn't close enough to being a blade. It wasn't heat treated. I did catch that. Yeah. You know, it wasn't heat treated. It was just It was a formed billet. He did manage to get a second billet made. It just he didn't get enough time to f- make it into a blade shape. Yeah. So that wasn't enough time to to do yeah. that. Yeah. So Adam got the boot. Then Joe and Benton in uh for the second round testing, I'm assuming they just had mm-hmm. to finish. I don't know th- I don't know if there's any special things they had to do for the handle. Just finish so, it. Yeah. So, they had to survive a coconut chop and the horse hair slice. Um, Joe and Benton both survive, and then Josh gets the boot. Did he not make it through one of it them? Just
1: or? didn't cut as well okay. the horse hair.
0: Got it. Then we move on to the final round the Bouge, named after the Indian city of Bouge. is a broad, single edge blade used for hacking and slashing. And it has a stiletto hidden in the handle of the weapon. Very cool. Pretty neat.
1: It's threaded in there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just thread it in. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I
0: guess guess it is cool, but I guess that's really got to be. That's not useful in battle. It depends on how many threads it is, I guess. If it's, you know, a regular threaded thing, you just hope it only is like two or three turns and then it comes out. Yeah, for this Unless it's like
2: loose, not loose enough, but like smooth enough that you just kind of quickly. Spin.
1: Oh yeah, it, yeah.
2: Kind of like wingnut,
1: right? I forget if the example or animation they were describing it was um, maybe showed uh, them like being used for hunting.
0: Okay, oh, that would make more sense. Because, you Keep it in there, and then when you after you yeah. took them down, you you take that part out to do right
1: that. to finish. Yeah. So like that kind of comes up during the uh, the testing. Okay, so. You know, Doug's does the kill test, takes it, you know, whacks at a pig, and then has it in the pig, I believe, and then unscrews it and finally goes for, like, this, like, stabbing kill. Oh, all right. But during that test, Benton's bouge broke during the, the pig assault. Oh,
0: how did it break?
1: It just, uh, I think it broke right off the, the, the handle. Like, the head just came off. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. So, so Joe ended up winning and he had a pretty cool looking bouge with some some etching done on there. It was really oh, he had nice. some like flames kinda going on the head.
0: Oh sweet. Yeah.
1: Cool. Sounds like a fun one.
0: Now we move on. Oh, congratulations to Joe and good job everyone that competed. Um we move on to season six, episode twenty-eight, Blackbeard's cutlass. Would you like to cover this one, honey?
2: Sure. So uh we had Jason Crum. Uh, Three years part-time. Joseph Nimmin is four years part-time. He started when he was 15. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he's now 19. Um, Stephen Montgomery is three years part-time. And Seth Marshall, also three years part-time.
0: So all relatively new.
2: The most experienced was the 19-year-old. Yeah. Technically speaking. (laughs) Um, So they have to make a pirate's boarding axe. And it needed to have a sharpened spike on the back. So axe in the front, spike on the back. And they needed to use steel from a treasure chest full of booty. Mm-hmm. So they needed part of the chest and the booty. Was that? No, just it was? Just, just stuff. that there. was in the chest. Yeah. Okay. So. <clears throat> so all guys go with the pirate coins, which was just W two that was painted.
1: I was gonna say because you can't use gold to, like into. They had. They had just chain painted gold like it was like <laughs> not like gold chains that you would wear no this is like chain steel chain just like painted and like okay and so they just
0: made it that much more difficult they're just they, like they clean just like random just shit paint and it's all
2: these yeah. tiny things that they also have to clean both sides of all the tiny things
1: yep yeah so they all go for coins yeah right
2: um, Steven has trouble trying to get the coins together and he ends up starting over again with less than 90 minutes and um, he sticks a coin onto a pipe.
1: Yeah. 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 It's kind of odd. So... Everyone else seemed to have not much trouble getting the coins although some of them were stacking them and actually going to the welder and welding them together and then forge welding them. Mm-hmm. But Right. He turns out not to be good at welding later on. Um, uh,
0: kind of I mean, they're coins, and it's difficult. Like I can tell you from experience, these little things that I just... These were quarters. These were a real pain in the ass to be able to try to hold on to this and work with. Never mind yeah. multiples of these. <laughs> right, he's together. trying to get
1: three yeah. together, and, it's, and you kind of like offset, and it just wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. So,
2: um, So with these coins... A lot of them did like a mild steel eyelet thing. And then they had the, the hardened steel like on the edge. Yeah. So Jason ends up with a cold shut and he tries to camouflage it and hope the judges won't
0: notice. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he, just, just adding like, um. weld, he was just <laughs> welding it to add more to it.
2: And then Joseph starts over also pretty late, even later than Steven. Um, he doesn't end up turning in an axe that meets the parameters. There wasn't. An eye in it. No. It was, the
0: axe it, part didn't it, it was flare more, out. It was more like a spatula. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately.
2: Valiant yeah. effort, but didn't get right it together. Um, so, then round two, they make their handles, but they also need to add some bling from the box. Mm. Um, and that needs to have Lan You
1: got to do. <laughs> what? Continue going? Yeah. Oh. Oh, Stevens broke. <laughs> yeah <laughs> during the rope chop. Uh when he already had a fractured linger mm-hmm. and then it just completely went off. His handle was already kind of split. So I was a little surprised that they actually did the rope chop with it, but it it came to pieces at Oh have. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: On the first strike, right?
0: Yeah, it was the first it's, strike on yeah. the rope. It just bing.
2: So oh. the first guy got all the way through, he got all the ropes. And then Stevens broke. And then the, the last guy... Seth, which, he Seth, had to one. He just had to get one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, ah. Oh.
0: <laughs> but, so, Stephen got the boot, and they move on to the final Blackbeard's Cutlass, which was based off of the legendary pirate Blackbeard. Right. The Cutlass itself um, apparently broke Captain Maynard's sword in half during a fight. That in half. You? In <laughs> half. That's right. Um, now... I think I understood it incorrectly because he had they had the funky clip point on this cut the list, example one the example one, and yeah. I thought that they said that the the way that that clip point was there was because his sword had broken half. oh mm, I don't remember hearing that i could have, I wasn't paying very, very good though. attention. I'll be honest, so <laughs> I could be completely wrong anyway, they must include a fuller on both sides, a single edge, have a clip point, a pommel knuckle bow. Right side bar guard, rear Quillian, and a symmetrical perforated guard. Yes. Clamshell guard. Clamshell guard. Yes. yes. Clamshell guard. Clamshell. Clam and they get five days to complete hey, it. Uh, I told Teresa they must have started. Yeah. They must have filmed this one before they right. filmed the rest of season six. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll go through this real quick. Seth uh, manhandles the knuckle bow and breaks it when he was trying to to bend it. And uh ends up being a blessing in disguise.
2: Right. Now it's prettier. Now it's prettier than it was, <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, and then for the <laughs> testing, they do a bone chop. And si- I'm looking at these things. <laughs> and they're these bright white bones. Mm. And they're swinging through them in one or two hits. And so I go to Teresa, what kind of cheap-ass bones are these? Plaster-ass bones. Because they were like, pla- it didn't look like real bones. I don't know. I don't know. They broke apart. Ask Ben. Well, you want them to break. Well, you want them to break, but anytime they've chopped bones before, they don't just... Hold on.
2: But there was more to it. It wasn't just the bones. People break bones every
1: day with just their body weight. (laughs) I mean, this is a a sharp object coming down with some force. You don't think it's going to bust these bones apart? I'm not saying that. I do think it can happen. I'm just saying we've it seen them do
0: this on bones before. And but
2: on, b- like, giant bones that are strapped on two ends, not the cross bones that then have to go into a peg leg. Mm-hmm. They wanted them to be able to get to the peg leg. <laughs> All right. Well,
1: I mean, you know if they didn't break, you're going to move on to it. True. You Whatever. Know. It doesn't matter.
0: In the end, it came down to the uh The performance during the sharpness test and the weight of the sword, yeah, so Jason ended up winning seth's was just too heavy and didn 't cut as well in the sharpness test, right
2: which was the cutting the rope and then releasing the sail the sail
0: right the Pirate sail, yes, so congratulations <laughs> to Jason, who which we didn 't mention, is a radio d j oh yeah, hey guys and girls yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, that was that episode. So, those are our two Fortune Fire wrap-ups for this week. And now, a word from our sponsor. Any of you can say, and we're back. It doesn't have to be. And we're back.
1: (laughs) Wow, that was great. (laughs) Very informative. Yes. Go check them out. Yes.
0: (laughs) All right, so... Now that we are done with our Forge and Fire wrap-ups for this week. Great sponsor. Oh, it was amazing. Amazing. Uh, We will move on to our Tales from Infinite Forge. Mm. So, in lieu of mine being a long story, I'm going to open it up the floor to both of you first, and then I'll wrap up with my story. So, honey, what about you? What have you been working on this week?
2: Reverse engineering a crocheted water balloon. We're trying to not have water balloon pieces all over the place because it's annoying. And, uh, yeah, we found one at a craft fair, so I took it apart and kind of wrote it down backwards, what each thing was, and now I'm trying to make one myself. I'm in the middle of that.
1: Hmm. Cool. Still working on the bonnets?
2: Yeah, and there. Oh. I switch projects frequently.
1: Did you measure your dog's No, I yet? mean, No. <laughs>
2: I've got got a no feeling from Charlotte.
1: (laughs) You make the bonnet, and I'll put put the bonnet... I'll attempt to put the bonnet on the dog. Like, don't worry about that. Don't worry about her. The dog likes me. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Sean, what about you? Uh, you Let's see. What have I been up to? Uh, I think uh, last week I... I worked on a Jeep a little bit. I replaced the uh, the flasher mechanism. Oh, yes. Uh, supposedly in, on these Jeeps. And I've had this problem for quite some time, actually. It was brought to my attention years ago that um, if I have the left turn signal on and I step on the brakes, both turn signals flash. So it looks like my flashers are on, but it doesn't show on the display that the flashes are on. So I would never know. Huh. So you could right?
2: stop your car and have the left-hand turn signal on? If
1: I did, it would look like my flash is on, like huh. like my hazards are on. So, you know, I, I heard this from some people. Okay, whatever. You guys are crazy, I figure. <laughs> and then I noticed uh, that sometimes if I was at a stoplight and had my left signal on, sometimes people just start going around me and I'm like, oh, what's going on? So <laughs> uh, I generally would just try not to use that turn signal and it's not always easy. <laughs> so uh, I looked it up to see if this was a common thing. It's not uncommon. People just say replace the switch. Okay. So I ordered it, um, took the shroud off, popped the two connectors off the back, Wiggled this out Wiggled the new one in Put put them on It was kind of A a bear to do But So Here it is Here's the prop I think I did something else But I don't know And then I ordered a A trailer hitch For the Jeep too Trailer hitch? Because I want to put a a, Trailer? A (laughs) bike rack Into the receiver hitch To make it easier To move You know So I can actually Like start bicycling Oh, okay. what would, would want to do so? I got that today in this big ass Amazon box. I figured it'd be a box within a box. It wasn't. It was just I opened a box and it was just like their Amazon like packing paper, the long strips of brown paper, and then a, a hitch in there. <laughs> and it's like, well, and it's like the box is like blown out. I'm like, oh, a, come on, like you know this isn't gonna work out. It was, and I heard like the UPS guy just like drop it off I right hear and then like a slide across the stoop and I'm like <laughs> what? like oh it's okay I took a guess at what that was so yeah. hopefully I'll be able to put that on soon cool cool
0: gotta love how Amazon packages their boxes especially we've ordered I've gotten like books before that have come in a box that's this big oh, and yeah. you open it up and there's a smaller box within mm-hmm. it and just all this empty space
2: um yeah, I ordered a little, like, we have a leap start for the little one. Got three new books for it. The books themselves are, like, yay big. Stacked, they're about that high. The box was like...
1: It was huge. It's That ridiculous. big of a box. It's a waste no. of cardboard. What's in the box? Books. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> books, were in the box. Speaking of books, remember that book I, I told you to read or I, lent, I loaned you? The one about the guy um, traveling through different dimensions and To stuff? try to find, like, the original or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that author, uh, his last name's Crouch, he wrote a, another book that we got from the library called Recursion, and it's kind of cool. It's, like, about being able to recall a memory, like, trying to, like, you know, it's fading away and then that starts off like some people have this like second memory of a life they never lived oh. and you're like how's it but a memory I'm... if you've never lived it exactly how is it how did that happen I and then it, it. goes I into read
0: about that i was looking up yeah. books online and i heard about and that
1: then book. it. so as you read further it kind of breaks it down as to how that could have happened and, and it's pretty uh it's pretty good Ah, oh, it's going on my list yeah. Welcome to the first edition of the Fans of the Forge Book Club. (laughs) I think it's Blake Crouch is the author. Blake
0: Crouch. Yeah, Yeah. I I wish I could remember the name of his his other book that you recommended. That was very good. I am reading a book called Semiosis. I I don't remember the author offhand, but um, the book's called Semiosis, and it's the only book out there called that, so you'll be able to find it. It's like these people left Earth, and they went to a new planet, and when they got there they found that the plants there were like semi sentient. And if they, they did certain things to appease the plants, then the plants would reward them with fruit. And so they end up getting into this whole thing where they're working with different plants and doing things for them so that they can survive on this new planet. And it goes by generations. So it's the first, the first chapter is the first generation of the colony there. And then it, Connects later on with some of the same characters and yeah. some new ones. In each chapter, it moves it forward another generation. Oh. So far, I'm about five generations in. It's pretty good. So I re- cool. highly recommend it. All right. Did you?
2: Ha- oh, I'm reading about Versailles.
0: Oh, yes. Like Versailles. the architecture yes. and such. Okay, and so that leaves one more thing for our Tales from Infinite Forge section. What have I been up to? The what have you been doing? Well,. This recording session marks the end of a very, very busy week for me because I was part of our good friend Mitch's wedding, which mm. included yep. a rehearsal dinner at um, a coffee roaster in Middletown called Purgatory, which is actually a very cool place. And the people that run it were in the wedding as yeah. well. So they seem like nice people. And uh, that was fun. We did the wedding rehearsal. The next day was the actual wedding. Did I mention I was the best man at Mitch's wedding? Uh, I don't th- think you did. That's a key point in the story because I also had to Organize. write a speech. Yeah. Organize, a, you know, we did the bachelor party right. for Mitch a couple weeks ago, so there was a lot going on lately, and uh, got to the wedding relatively early to help set up. We really only needed to get there maybe <laughs> an hour early, yeah. so we spent yeah. a good chunk of the afternoon just like in an. And at this great farm, it was the Nathan Hale homestead, but there's no service. Oh, yeah. So it was like for hours, I didn't have a book or anything. It was Mm. just hours of like sitting there trying to look at my phone, couldn't look at anything. So I just put it back and just stare off into the woods help out a little bit where I could while the girls were getting ready. And then, you know, took pictures, did the wedding, did my speech, which... It went over pretty well. Yeah, people, yeah it was pretty good. seemed to like it's, it. Uh, Inside was pretty good. It wasn't terrible, yeah. I guess, which is good. No, that was good. And, uh, and then we had a fun time at the wedding. That was good. Then we came home, and Teresa and I played Super Mario <laughs> oh, yeah. 3 until about 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I was done. And then Teresa <laughs> tapped out. Because I had to be up with the kids the next day. Yeah, so she tapped out around 1 o'clock. I stayed up until 3 o'clock. And when, at that point, I packed up the car and drove to the airport for a flight to Las Vegas. Wow, you pulled an all-nighter? <laughs> I pulled an all-nighter. Yeah, it was it was tough. But I made it all the way to the airport, no problems. I got to tell you, when you get to the airport <laughs> at 3.30 in the morning and you're the first person to get in line for the TSA, mm. it goes real smooth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was I walked right down the line. I opened up my bags. I even had stuff that normally would get flagged. And I just pulled it out and put it in the box. to go, this is what this is. This is electrical fittings. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. So what are they going to do? Set it aside. I'm the only person there. so yeah. I just walked through, grabbed my stuff, caught my plane, and uh, tried to sleep on the plane. And that was a miserable failure. So mm-hmm. uh, I got to Denver, got some breakfast, got on my second Did plane. Did you have a Denver omelet? No, I should have. Oh, I didn't think about that. No. <laughs> that I really blew it on that oh, one. Oh, man. Um, so anyway, flew, flew into Las Vegas, catch a, an Uber over to Mandalay Bay, which is where the trade show is that I'm working, and also that's where the
1: hotel room is that mm-hmm. I'm supposed yep. to
0: have. But when I get there, no hotel room ready. What? So even though I did early check-in, didn't matter. Oh,
1: uh, was it just because it was too early? Yeah, it was too
0: early, so they didn't have a room ready. So I had to then go into the lobby bathroom, change into my work clothes, Mm. going on Mm. no sleep.
2: And this is Mm. after I had talked him out of just wearing his work clothes on the plane. (laughs) I'm like, no, go. like When you get there, relax a little
0: bit. You know, you take a shower when you get there. (laughs) Get prepped before you go down to the show. Nope, none of that. Had to dress in the bathroom, go over to the show, work from 11 to 5 at a trade show, which if you haven't worked a trade show, but you've probably been to one forward-facing you're dealing with people all day long and we gen, my company generally has one of the busier booths at this trade show because we have a magician that pulls people into the booth oh what's a magician yeah yeah they hire a magician yeah, we hire him wow. to
2: go crowdsource <laughs> you
1: gotta go to one of these <laughs> trade shows
0: he's very good at pulling people into the booth people love to see the tricks that he does but he also like he's a corporate magician so he links it to messages about our product mm-hmm. and stuff and then he'll bring them in Toss him down at one of our workbenches. There's a fitting
1: behind your ear. Ho ho. A little
0: better than that. He's a little better than that. I don't think he's ever, I don't know if I've ever seen him do that particular thing. (laughs) He's got all sorts of neat little tricks that he does. Uh, One of his big things is he has, he wears like a nice jacket, like a nice suit jacket. And inside the jacket, he's got multiple little banners that are attached to him. And so people could be walking by and he just reaches in his coat and he goes, hey. (laughs) And he pulls this thing out. And it's like, hi, or it's like, welcome to Bridgeport. And so he'll, he'll do that. And people laugh every time he does that. And so that's how he gets his foot in the door. People that would have normally avoided our booth or just not stopped now are talking to him. And then when he, every time he does this, he'll get a group of four people, six people, eight people, grab them, bring them over to one of us in the workbenches, And then we just go through a product speed. Next thing you know, people are like, oh, you have this, you have that. And you're talking about product and so it's a very long, but also you're, you're very busy the whole time. After that, we all then met up for drinks with this pe- the people from the new company mm. and then went out to dinner. So after dinner, I couldn't tell you what time. We, I think we walked around for a little while afterwards. So I didn't get to bed until maybe almost 11 o'clock or midnight,
1: Las Vegas, Vegas time. time. Yeah. And I'd been awake that whole time. Yeah. It was so tough. that's a long, that's a lot of hours. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> More exhausted. More than 24. It's, yeah, that's... Uh, yes, yes, and then I but, went to try to go to sleep, yeah. and
0: I'm on East Coast time, so mm-hmm. I woke up yeah. at 4 o'clock Las Vegas time thinking, well, I'm normally up by now. So yeah. didn't get much sleep there, worked another day at the show, just kind of, you know... Doing the doing, show thing. Yeah, doing the show thing, having dinner afterwards, and then the the third day... It was an earlier start. He started earlier in the morning, ended at 1 o'clock, and then it took five hours for us to break down the booth afterwards because it's a big booth. And I missed all of the setup because of the wedding. Yeah. And, uh, but luckily, stuff that I had implemented for the trade show, like we have TV monitors that we put on the walls behind the workbenches, right. which in the past had faced outwards so that people walking by could see slideshows or videos of our products. We turned them on the inside this time and I loaded up iPod touches with product application photos so that we could be talking to people at our workbench, talking to people about specific products and then go, here's an application where this works. And then you pop it up on the TV behind you. Went over well. I'm glad it went that's, over well. That's cool. But, you know, it added a whole extra layer of things that then had to get yeah. broken down at the end of the show. Um, but overall, it was a good show. We, good show. Good show.
1: Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? what is that from? <laughs> I, that's from something. I've heard that before. Like a category like, cartoon. Yeah. Something. Good show. I don't know. Anyway. It's a saying. It is. I've heard yeah. that.
0: Anyway, I flew back yesterday. It was a whole day of travel. And uh, I wanted to wake up early this morning to try to get back into my normal routine. And my body was like, what are you thinking? Nope. Mm-hmm. And I didn't wake up until 7 o'clock and I had to be at work for 8. So I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> But it worked out. So that's why I don't have anything to show forging-wise, because I've been extremely busy the last week plus. Well, we've got some other goodies have here. We some other
2: things to show. We do yeah. have some other things to There's show. There's a box on our front porch when you got home.
0: Yep, when we, I got home, there was this box on the front porch, and um, it had something from... Huh? Oh, what's this? Oh, what do you know? What's that right there? Oh, that's, it's
1: forging <laughs> Feathers, it says. Hmm. I, like, feathers. I like that shirt. It's got a pocket. It's got a pocket. I like yeah, the pocket. I like the pocket. Actually, do you see the back? I kind of did. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You got an ostrich, a sword, a hammer, and an anvil. Yeah,
0: <laughs> not bad. That's kind of cool. If you didn't know by now, Forged in Feathers <coughs> is Zach Lewis, friend of the show. And um, he not only sent us this nice shirt that I have claimed for myself, yep. he also sent us an anniversary present that I had commissioned to have him make for Teresa, which is right here. It is a horse head horseshoe with our name on the bottom. And it came out pretty cool. Yeah, Ooh, it looks it nice. good. I like it. And uh, it's something maybe I'll be able to do someday. But... Are you going to give it to her?
1: Well, well here it is. I did. Oh, look at down. that. That's Aww. so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> also, also in that box, which
0: was actually on top of the box. And so I opened it and pulled the shirt out. And then you see this. Mm. And I'm like, oh, it's an Asha tag. And then I'm like looking at it. I was like, oh, there's holes in it. And it's like.
1: It's empty. It's It's an
0: empty ostrich egg. But still, it's an ostrich egg shell, and it was pretty cool. And then underneath that, there was a little sign that said, keep digging, and that's where we found Ah. this. But I was like, this is actually kind of neat. This will be a nice little set piece. You can see it in the – I don't know if it'll actually make the cut based on where it's positioned here, but I'll probably – It's a large orb. (laughs) It is. It is. It's a very large orb egg thing. I'll probably find a spot or some way to maybe add a shelf to the wall behind us and just stick it on the shelf. Well, if you get a hook, you just right in the oh, hole. Oh, or a piece of like threaded rod all right, right there. Right in there. Yeah, that'd be work. That'd work. Yeah,
1: make a hook for it. Egg hook.
0: Egg hook. hook. Alright, it's on the list. <laughs> on the list of things to do. But thank you to Zach for sending us that stuff. Um, we really appreciate it, and it'll be a nice addition to the studio. Yeah. Um, so that's all I got. That was my Tales from Infinite Forge for this week.
2: And then you're going away for work again.
0: Oh, on, like, Wednesday. So, oh. yeah. That one's a little easier. It's only, like, driving to Syracuse, New York. So it's, like, a four-hour drive, but it's not, you know, yeah. a whole day of being in airports and things. And I I get to drive, so it's much easier when I can just pop on a podcast and drive. So it should be fine. And that's it. So that's Tales from Infinite Forge. And what else do we have? Anything else to talk about? No. <laughs> no, so we haven't done blade speak in a while, but I didn't research anything, so I don't feel like talking about anything.
1: I can't think. I got, of guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um.
0: All right. I guess that's the episode. Yeah. Yep. All yeah. Right. That's that's, so that's about it. it. Thanks everybody for watching. Remember, if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow the Instagram page Fans of the Forge, or Facebook. Um, send us the likes and subscribes and all that good stuff. We love
1: it, and um, we'll uh, we'll get a couple more episodes in next episode, yes. and some knife or death in there too. It
0: definitely will. We'll have to catch yeah. up on that as I believe the knife or death season finale is airing tonight.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah.
0: Already? Oh. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me, but that's what I saw. was that it was airing tonight, so I think they might have had an even shorter season oh. than the previous season. Because we've only watched two, and yep. then there was maybe, what, one or two other ones that recorded since then? Two or three. Oh, then maybe yeah. it's the same. It was only six episodes
1: long. Well, I oh, saw okay. Spicy Micros talking about, I think, being on this episode.
0: Well, yeah, so we, we haven't talked. I think he was on the third episode. Yeah, I don't know. so who, maybe. We don't know who won that one. Um,
1: We'll catch up. So maybe there is like a finale.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and then I think, honestly, that's probably the series finale of it, right? I mean, it, yeah. it, it's, the guys that were on the show are happy that it even made it on the air at all. Yeah. Because yeah. I, frankly, had kind of heard through the grave <laughs> line that it wasn't coming back. So For season three. Yeah, for season three, even though they had already recorded right. it. But anyway, now that we've gone off on this tangent after I've already said all this stuff, thanks everybody again for watching, and we will catch you next time we record.